Hi everyone, it's Matesh here, and welcome to episode 4 of my podcast, Cryptos with Matesh, where I take a deep dive on the news and information in the cryptocurrency industry. Please be sure to check out my last episode in which I discussed the Token Taxonomy Act to ensure that you are caught up. Before I begin, I would like to thank SKN Capital Management LLC for being a sponsor of this podcast. Please be sure to follow me on Twitter at MiteshShaw93 and sign up for updates on my website, CryptosWithMitesh.com. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iTunes Podcast under Cryptos with Mitesh. Now without further ado, let's get things started. In this episode, I will be explaining the significance of the first Reg A or A plus offering passed by the SEC and why it is so important as well as the impact it will have in the industry. As of recording, the current price of Bitcoin is $11,762 US dollars, Ethereum is $274, and XRP is about $0.36, cents, according to CoinMarketCap. To begin, what is Regulation A, sometimes referred to as Reg A+. Reg A was first introduced in the 2012 Jumpstart Our Business Startups Act, also known as the Jobs Act. According to the SEC, Regulation A is an exemption from registration for public offerings. Reg A has two offering tiers. The first, Tier 1, are for offerings up to $20 million in a 12-month period. The second, Tier 2, are for offerings up to $50 million in a 12-month period. You can also use Tier 2 for offerings up to $20 million and follow those requirements. There are certain basic requirements for both Tier 1 and Tier 2 offerings. These include company eligibility requirements, bad actor disqualification provisions, which I will get into shortly, and disclosures. The three main requirements that apply only to Tier 2 offerings are limitations on the amount of money a non-accredited investor may invest, requirements for audited financial statements, and the filing of ongoing reports. Remember, an accredited investor is someone that has an annual income greater than $200,000 or $300,000 for joint income for the last two years or if they have a net worth exceeding $1 million either individually or jointly. Tier 2 offerings are not required to register or qualify their offering with state securities regulators. Now I mentioned bad actor disqualifications, but what are they? They're very important because they disqualify security offerings from reliance on Reg A if the issuer or other relevant people to the issuance have experienced a disqualifying event, such as being convicted for securities fraud or other violations. The reason we have not seen a Reg A offering succeed until now is in part due to the significant fraud concerns from these type of offerings that we've seen in the past. In June of this year, a cryptocurrency company called Longfin attempted to issue a Reg A offering for which it sold over 400,000 shares. Unfortunately, the SEC filed fraud charges against Longfin as they claimed that 90% of its revenue had been falsified and that Longfin did not possess the funds required to back their 400,000 shares all in an attempt to land a spot on the NASDAQ. Longfin also lied about their operating history as their operations, assets, and management were not located in the United States as they had claimed, but rather were all offshore. As a result, Longfin was hit with a $66 million fraud charge, and the NASDAQ also proposed that the SEC require that businesses be in operation for at least two years prior to being listed on an exchange under Reg A. As I mentioned earlier and in the title of this podcast, the SEC finally approved a Reg A digital asset offering. However, this is not the first time a Reg A has been done. Back in 2016, an automotive startup named Elio Motors 
raised nearly $17 million from around 6,600 investors through equity crowdfunding platforms. With that said, the SEC finally qualified its first ever Reg A crypto token offering of $28 million by Blockstack on July 10th. The next day, on July 11th, a company called YouNow, which is a live streaming application that has over 46 million users, had their Reg A application approved as well. Blockstack PBC is a decentralized computing platform, and PBC means that they are a public benefit corporation and has raised over $50 million in capital already. The Blockstack qualification is very interesting because it seems that their primary revenue is the proceeds from its token sale. Their income of $36 million in 2018 came through the recognition of previously deferred token sales. In effect, their history is primarily carrying out research and development. It is important to note that Blockstack was working with the SEC for over 10 months prior to qualifying for a reggae offering and also reportedly spent $2 million in legal fees in this process. While Blockstack spent over 10 months and around $2 million in legal fees, it is believed that this offering will eventually pave the way for similar offerings in the future, those of which should experience significantly less in legal fees. Many investors and entrepreneurs in this industry seem to be excited about the SEC's decision to move forward with a Reg A offering, but are remaining cautious due to prior fraud concerns. Many experts also believe that the Reg A is better suited for companies that are already established as opposed to startups. Until the costs decrease and legal counsels begin following the path set forth by Blockstack, there may be a gap period until more reggae offerings begin to come out. I personally view this to be a positive move by the SEC that will allow crypto companies to proceed under Reg A for future offerings and the SEC is essentially saying that this is an investment contract and in their document, legal counsels can get a sense of what the SEC is looking for in these types of offerings. I do disagree with some experts that claim that Reg A is best suited for companies with a physical product, however. Blockstack case is unique in that their token, while now registered as a security, acts more like a utility token. And this is something that Blockstack CEO Manid Ali has also stated. The blockchain is already live and includes applications for the token's use. The stack token can be used for trading on secondary exchanges as long as they are registered and are compliant. As I discussed in a previous episode regarding the SEC's first no-action letter, the SEC has recognized a utility token, but under those strict rules set forth in the letter, they cannot be used to raise funds, which is perhaps the reason why Blockstack went with a Reg A offering. I believe that with the path now shown by Blockstack, we can begin to see more and more Reg A offerings being sent to the SEC. Whether or not they are approved is yet to be seen, but I do believe we will be seeing future Reg A digital asset offerings in the near future. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode, and please be sure to like, comment, and share. Also, please be sure to follow me on Twitter, at MiteshShaw93, and sign up for updates on my website, CryptosWithMitesh.com, as well as on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcast, and iTunes Podcast under Cryptos with Matesh to make sure you don't miss when I upload my next episode. Until then, take care, and I'll catch you all next time. Bye.